Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you are joining us. You know, most people, when they hear the word deliverance, they think about demonic possession and undergoing an exorcism like in the movies or they may think back to the movie by the same name and you know the, the set in the bayou of louisiana deliverance right well my guest today is here to set the record straight he's the author of a great book titled the freedom experience a practical guide to deliverance and emotional healing patrick jayoba is a trained and certified minister of deliverance emotional and physical healing by global awakening college of ministry he currently serves on the pastoral team at the City Light International Church, where he's the assistant director of small groups and a co-host of Sunday services. He also hosts a podcast called The Freedom Reality, where he teaches and converses with reputable Christian leaders on freedom in Christ. Now, in addition to his ministry calling, Patrick also holds a master's degree in business administration and is a supply chain management professional and currently works for one of the top healthcare product manufacturers in Chicago. Help me welcome to the program, Patrick Jayoba. Patrick, it is a blessing, brother, to have you join us today. I appreciate you coming on the program. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a privilege to be on your show today. I am blessed and awesome and excited to be here today. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Now, the first question I always ask is this. Yeah. Other than that brief information I just shared, can you tell us in your own words, who is Patrick Jayoba? Awesome. So, Patrick... Jaioba is a man after God's heart, a man that's excited to be used by God to do his work on earth. I am a husband, a father to three amazing children. I am a minister and I speak on various topics, Christian topics on, you know, such as deliverance, um, emotional healing and uh, helping people find purpose and just being excited about their life. So in a nutshell, that's what I do. As you mentioned in my bio, I am certified and trained by Global Awakening College of Business, uh, especially in the area of emotional healing and deliverance. It's because the reason for that is number one, it is something I'm very passionate about. Uh, number two, it is something God definitely called me to do. Yeah. Yeah, three, that's, that's the important part. <laughs> Amen. And number three, um, it took me a while to get to a place where, you know, I can readily approach God and receive emotional healing from God. Um, mm -hmm. Funny story, I never knew I needed emotional healing. I never knew I had emotional problems um, mm -hmm. until several years ago when God began to open my eyes and help me realize, that, okay, this is an area you need, you need to look into. And one of the first things I did was I wanted to become educated in that area. I wanted to learn more in that area. So one of the first things I did was I, I went to the 
I went to Global Awakening College of Business, and that's when I got trained in the area of deliverance and emotional mm-hmm. healing. And one of the first things I realized is God is so eager to heal people's emotional wounds. Yeah. He's so eager, he's so excited. In um, in Psalm 147, verse 3, he says, God heals the brokenhearted and bind up their wounds. So he is so eager. And that's one of the, one of the first things I realized back then that was like, God wants to heal me of my emotional wounds. All I had to do was, you know, bring them to the surface, bring them up, you know. For so long, I had repressed my emotional wounds from childhood. So many things happened to me when I was a child that I just repressed because I didn't know how to deal with them back then. So I just repressed. So here I was in my 30s and, you know, occasionally things would just pop up from, from when I was a child. And I'm like, why is this happening? And God was, God started telling me that those things are coming up because I want to heal you. Just allow me to yeah. heal you. And that's when I brought myself to a place where I just say, God, I know you want to heal me. Um, I just bring these things to the open. Can you please heal me? And you'll be amazed how God just started healing me. So, you know, a lot of people are, are very eager. They're so eager to see when they are sick in their body. They go to God and say, God, would you please heal my body? You know, I feel yeah. this pain here. Can you heal me? But a lot of people have emotional pain, emotional wounds from the past. And they don't know that God is able, to, exactly what it does for your body, is able to do for your mind, is able to do for your emotion. All you have to do is just bring it to the surface and allow him to heal you in that area. And that was one of the things I did also. And back to the deliverance, deliverance aspect as well, like, you know, like you mentioned earlier, like first thing people think about when you think about deliverance is they, they go to the extreme. Well, you'll be amazed. All people suffer from so many minor, they call it minor issues, that they don't think they need freedom in, in those areas. So God is able to do the deliverance from demonic oppression and demonic you know, influences and stuff like that. And he's also able to help attain freedom in little things that we don't really think you know, we need freedom from. So he does everything. So in freedom experience, I help, you know, the reader to understand that freedom is broad. Like deliverance is not just exorcism. It's more than that. It's every From every little day problem that you face, you may need freedom from them. And in the freedom experience book, um, I help the reader understand the need to just evaluate your life and, through the help of the Holy Spirit, you can begin to know those areas of your life where mm-hmm. you may need freedom. Um, one of the key, I'll I, I call it key members or key factors of the book, The Freedom Experience, uh, you, you see me mention the Holy Spirit a lot. Um, oh, yeah. I mentioned the Holy Spirit from the beginning till the end. <laughs> and there is a reason for that. The reason for that is because I believe, I strongly believe that the Holy Spirit is a key helper and a oh, key yeah. facilitator of freedom. Amen. He has to be Amen. involved. You know, the Bible tells us that where the, where, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So the Holy Spirit helps you know the areas. It begins to bring areas in the case where you're not aware of where you need freedom. And Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. 
why did you write this book, The Freedom Experience? What was the purpose in writing this book? Great question. So number one is God instructed me to write the book, period. That was it. And, you know, I got the instruction from God. I want you to write this book. And it took me a while to align. <laughs> it took me a while to align to God's will in writing this book because I am I, I was very busy with so many things in life. So but when I got to the realization that God wanted me to write this book, I took the time out to write it. Amen. 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 Explain for us how to diagnose a cause of demonic oppression. You know, what is it? How can you tell that this is something that might be affecting you? Great question. Number one is in my book, I wrote I wrote about diagnosing uh, demonic oppression. You know, I feel like in this day and age, so many people, when they don't know what the problem is, they try different solutions. You know, maybe someone is there's a there's a problem and they don't know what why it's happening to them and they just started trying so many solutions. They pray, they fast, they seek counsel. They just keep going all around and around in circle. But in in the freedom experience, I wrote about the importance of importance of knowing the root cause of the problem. That's extremely important, and that will take time. It doesn't automatically happen sometimes, but that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. In my life, the Holy Spirit was a key key guide, helper in helping me realize, okay, the issue you are facing in this area is as a result of so, 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 so. I'll give you an example. A person might be suffering from a chronic sickness of their body, and they don't know why, and they prayed They've fasted, they've done all they could do, and the problem still remains. And then they started seeking help, like a counsel from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit begins to tell them that, hey, lady, there was someone did something to you a long time ago, like five years ago. You were so offended, and you never forgave that person. You were so the Holy Spirit might begin to reveal to you that the reason. The root cause of your problem of the sickness is unforgiveness. So, and that's the reason why it's extremely important to know the root cause of the problem because there is this person who has tried everything. They fasted. Not that fasting doesn't work. Yeah, fasting works. Praying works. All those things work. But if you still have an unforgiveness in your in your in your heart, that's the reason. That's the root cause. So until you forgive this person. Then after you've forgiven them, you now readily position yourself to now receive God's healing. But until that moment, you've not forgiven this person. And that's, that unforgiveness is abhorring and delaying and stopping your healing. So that's an example of how extremely important it is to diagnose the problem. Just don't go around looking for solutions. Understand, understand the problem, the root cause of the issue, and then listen to the Holy Spirit on how to, to solve that problem. Okay, now, in your book, related to this, you talk about removing the legal rights that you've given to the enemy. Mm -hmm. what, what do you mean by that? Thank you. Great question. So, Adam, before I answer that question, I'm going to... I'm going to go backwards a little. And one of the things I mentioned in my book is the notion, like, you know, I, I wanted to clarify the difference between demonic possession and, mm. you know, demonic influences and oppression, because a lot of people do think 
that Christians, a born-again Christian, cannot be demonic influenced or oppressed. And this is as a result of a lot of belief they have about demonic possession. A born-again Christian definitely cannot be demonic possessed. They cannot be demon possessed. Definitely not because they are bought by the blood of Jesus. So they cannot be demonic possessed. But it is possible for a Christian to be demonic influenced or oppressed if they open the door for the demonic oppression. One, one, way, one, one way for a person to open a door to the enemy or to, the, to demonic oppression is through sin. That's one way. Like when you commit a sin, you open a door for demonic oppression, possibly. You know, so in my book, I mention several ways in which demon enters to not to not to demonic possession because that's not possible, but to demonically oppress people. So one of the ways I mention is something like unforgiveness. Unforgiveness will open the door to demonic oppression and influences. Something else I mentioned, I mentioned sin. I mentioned something like emotional wounded, woundedness. When someone is emotional, emotionally wounded and they don't know how to deal with that problem, they can potentially open up themselves to demonic oppression and so many other ways in which people can potentially open themselves upward to demonic oppression. So one of the key things I mentioned in my book is making sure that you keep the door closed at all costs, keeping the door closed. And when you realize you've potentially opened the door, through one of the ways I mentioned, and even more ways, you can close that door. The door doesn't have to be open. And thank God for that. The door doesn't have to be open. <laughs> you can always Amen. shut that door at any point yeah. in time. And, you know, so many people go, they go through deliverance. And then six months later, they realize they are demonically bound again a year from now because they don't have a good understanding of why they keep getting into that mess in the, in the first place. So my mission in the Freedom Experience book is number one, not just to help you attain freedom, but to help you, the reader, attain permanent freedom. Because when you start to understand the ways in which you can open the door to the enemy, and you're, you're educated on the ways in which you can open the door, you can shut that door, and you can keep that sh door shut permanently. But number one, you have to understand. You have to understand. That's key. And number two, um, you you can attain freedom for yourself. And one more thing before I give it over to you, uh, Bob, is that this book I I gave people the understanding of number one, you can do it yourself. Oh, um, I think in this day and age, when people have a problem, they need deliverance. They need emotional healing and stuff. They are readily they readily run to a minister, which is fine. Ministers are there for a reason. But thank God, thank God for the mighty tools we have in Jesus. Yes, that anyone yeah, yeah. can take hold of the Bible, the word of God, and you can do it yourself. And in this book, I help people realize that they can do it themselves. Um, so it is more like a help, like a help, a self-help Deliverance book is the way I wrote it so that you can do it yourself. You can understand and you can follow the practical steps in this book to attain freedom for yourself. Amen. Amen. Well, how do you know, you know, the average person, you know, and as, as ministers, we know, you know, yeah. 
those scriptures and the prayers and, and you know the the power of the word. But for the average person, we'll just say, how do we know what prayers to say in what circumstances? Great question. And again, um, in this book, yeah, I have deliverance prayers in there that the layman, anyone can take those prayers and you can pray those prayers. But let me just answer, because I want to give a good answer to your question. Because, and that's why I mentioned earlier, like, you know, the power and the importance of the Holy Spirit. And I know not the average, a lot of people might not have the relationship you and I may have with the Holy Spirit. And I do understand that. And that's why I feel like, you know, once a person becomes born again Christian, it's very key for them to understand the power of the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit lives in them to help them. The Bible did mention that the Holy Spirit is our, our counsel and our helper. So the Holy Spirit is readily there to help us. So number one, help the, the, the readers and everybody to understand that the power and importance of the Holy Spirit. And I, I strongly feel like once you begin to collaborate, and I call it a collaboration, because I am quick to let people know that this book is written as a tool and a collaboration with the Holy Spirit, where you, the reader, will begin to collaborate with the Holy Spirit, and it begins to reveal to you areas in your life where you need deliverance and freedom. So for the layman, it takes the power of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes something as simple as a dream, something as simple as a dream. The Holy Spirit has revealed to me through a dream areas in which I needed freedom. As simple as that. You don't yeah, have to be a power, you don't have to be a powerful man of God who sees mighty vision. The Holy Spirit can meet you where you are and it can begin to reveal things to you that okay, and then you begin to ask questions. But again, for someone like that, I still recommend the importance of you know talking to an experienced minister. Amen. Um, and that's why they're there. So an experienced minister is important in instances like, like this. Um but for other people who you're born again Christian, you, you understand the importance of the word of God and stuff. I, I wrote this book as a self-help book that you are able, able to do this by yourself. Um, but I'm not downplaying the importance of a minister. And right. a minister is extremely important in this case as Amen. well. Now, uh, one thing that you talked about and I want to go back to is you know is forgiveness. It right. is forgiving others for wrongs they've done to us. This is probably one of the most important steps in deliverance ministry success, correct? Yes, it is extremely important because you see situation, even as a minister, when you begin to minister deliverance and healing to people, one of the things the Holy Spirit will mention to me is like, you need to tell this person they need to forgive. They need to forgive. The, they, someone did this to them. They need to forgive. And you, know, you may be praying for them, and it's almost like there is a barrier and they can receive, you know, and then thank God the Holy Spirit will reveal to, you, to me, ask them to forgive. And sometimes it's, it, I tell you, it's very hard. Like, I understand it in some cases, like, you know, it's very hard. And I also wrote, wrote about forgiveness in my book, where, you know, sometimes you might not be able to do it right away. I mean, let's be real. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. I mean, Sometimes it might not come to you right away, and sometimes it might take days. And you might it might be a situation where you keep doing it over and over. In my in my book, you know, I mentioned a situation where you know God asked me to forgive someone, and to me it was very hard for me to do it. Um, so, but 
I had to re- had to bring myself to a place where I, you know, I forgive this person, like, and I'm like, God, I let it go. I know this is what you want me to do, and I'm going to do it. And again, those things help facilitate deliverance and freedom and healing. And something else on the subject of forgiveness that I quickly want to mention. Sometimes you may not remember the name of, of people. I'll tell you a story of when I was a child and something happened to me in my, was it elementary school or high school? I was, I was maybe like 12, 13, 14 back then. And someone had made, made fun of me in school. It was one of those principals that just started making fun of me and everybody laughed. Like the old school were just making fun of me. And I was very, as, like, as you can imagine, as a 12-year-old boy, yeah. I was so, yeah. like devastated. I was so ashamed. I was so, I was so, so upset. Like, and I ate it. I ate it that first for like five, six years. I'm not kidding. But here I was in my in my 40s, and I'd forgive, I'd forgotten about this incident like 30 years ago. And then the, the Holy Spirit began to tell me. I want you to start writing down the names of people you need to forgive. So I, I took a piece of paper and I started writing names down. Some names are obvious, <laughs> so I just wrote them down. But then all of a sudden, this person popped to my head. And I, to be honest, I don't even remember this person's name. But the only thing was like, you need to forgive that individual because you never forgive them for what happened to you 30 years ago. And I had to forgive you know, so sometimes the names might not readily come to your mind. Yeah. And that's why you just need to take the time and ask the Holy Spirit, is there someone I need to forgive now that I'm not remembering? Yeah. And, and the Holy Spirit knows who it is. Yes. <laughs> so you may not know. You you can picture them. You see them, but you don't know their name or where they're at or anything yeah. else. But the Holy Spirit does. And they may even be passed on, but and- they're still on forgiveness in your heart. Exactly. The Holy Spirit knows that that's that's the beauty of the Holy Spirit. He knows things you don't know. He may know that even though that happened 30 years ago and you've forgotten about it, he is privy to the information that that might be delaying some things in your life, might be causing problems in your life. You may be unaware of that, but the Holy Spirit knows. And the Holy Spirit, and, and, Holy Spirit knows. Yeah, and right. the devil, he knows too. And right. he'll yes. bring it up. Even after you said, I forgive this person, the devil's going to bring it back up. And, and you know, I, I share uh, sometimes I don't have my car keys with me, but I'll just use like this ink pen. I'm holding up for those listening to audio. I'm holding up an ink pen. And this is the unforgiveness. You know, mm-hmm. and I say, OK, I'm releasing this. And matter of fact, I'm giving it to Jesus. Here you go, Jesus. I don't want this anymore. I forgive this person. Mm-hmm. It's done. And almost immediately, the devil will come by and say, oh, you know, he'll send someone and say, hey, you, you got an ink pen? You know, <laughs> and, and, or your car key? Says, I don't have it. What do you mean? I gave it to him. Well, I want to use it. Yeah, I want to bring this back up. Go talk to him. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, give me your cares. Right. And he said, you know, the, the devil bring up that thought of that person. Say, Mm-hmm. You want to talk to me about him? Go talk to Jesus because I gave it all to him. Mm-hmm. They're like going to go talk to Jesus about something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But that that's just a, a simple way of understanding. When you forgive someone, Jesus says he takes all that sin. And the, the best thing, though, that the Holy Spirit showed me is that someone did something to you 30 years ago. 
let's say, you know, you're still, you know, you walk in and they just happen to be in the church that you're in. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, you know, that, wow, you know, oh, that's that. Oh, <laughs> and all this stuff starts coming back up. That person doesn't even remember. Mm, yeah, that's true. The unforgiveness isn't affecting <laughs> them at all. You're mad. I've been mad at she wore the yeah. same dress to church that I did, and I spent all this money on it, you know, or whatever the case may be. And suddenly it's all oh, yeah. That person has no clue why you're mad at them. Mm-hmm. They don't remember anything, you know. That person that that principal that made the uh, you know a joke or something that embarrassed you. I can almost guarantee six months she later, he, yeah. he didn't even remember. Yeah. He yeah, doesn't even right. know about it. He, exactly. It's gone. You know? It's gone. Said, why, it's so gone. Why are you got an attitude with me? Well, I don't understand. You know, yeah. Like, and like, as you mentioned, you know, it's possibility that they are actually passed on. <laughs> yeah. Because the first of all was much older then. So, yeah. um, and it was 30 years ago. So it's it's possible. It's yeah. the key. The key. The key thing here is that unforgiveness is not for the other person. Exactly. Unforgiveness is for you. It's for your well-being. It's for you to move forward in your life. So a lot of people, sometimes they have this misconception that, oh, it's for this other person. No, it's not for them. It is for you to forgive. It's the best thing you can do for yourself. Yeah. I mean, you walk up to someone that you've held that grudge for, you know, 10 years or whatever you say, I just want you to know, I forgive you. And they're like, for what? For what? Yeah. You're you're a fool, you know? (laughs) Who are you talking about? Well, you know, you slammed that door in my face at elementary school and I I never forget. What? I don't remember that. You've been holding on that grudge. That's been your problem. Yeah, Not their problem for 10 years. Yeah. You know? yeah. And the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, I think the Holy Spirit dropped something in my heart. Like, since we are talking about 30 years ago, what happened? Like, in that instance, you know, there was an emotional wound. That, that's what I want to get out of this. Number one, there was unforgiveness. I had to forgive this person. Number two, an emotional wound was created, even though it, it was not, it, it might not be something people consider great. But for a 14-year-old boy, that was a huge, big deal. Yeah. And an emotional wound started back then that never healed. Mm-hmm. And I repressed it because I didn't know how to deal with it. You know, this, you know, this feeling of shame and and you know, whatever it was, you know, but until until God began to reveal to me, number one, you need emotional healing in that area. But before you can receive your emotional healing, you need to forgive. So forgiveness, in some cases, can facilitate emotional healing. So in this case, God is able to heal everything, but there was something blocking him from healing emotional wound. It was unforgiveness. So back to the root cause analysis, if I understood that what I needed to do here was to forgive, and then I forgive that position. I position myself to now readily receive the healing from God. He's been wanting to heal me for a long time. Yeah. But that unforgiveness was a barrier. So once that barrier is removed, I'm readily able to receive his healing quickly and I can move on with my life, <laughs> you know, which is what I tell people because you don't want to be stuck in that place for 20, 30 years. It's, it's not right. good for you. 
Hey folks, Pastor Bob here. We're all out of time uh, for today's portion of this great interview with Patrick J. Oba as we're discussing his book, The Freedom Experience, A Practical Guide to Deliverance and Emotional Healing. No, we're not talking about deliverance like in the movie The Exorcist or casting out demons, etc. We're talking about deliverance. Well, it could develop into that level of demonic possession if you don't root out the initial causes, which is what we're dealing with today in this interview, and mainly dealing with emotional scarring and unforgiveness in your life and things like that, as you heard us discuss in this portion of the interview. Patrick has put together some excellent material to help you in this area. If not you, then possibly someone you know that could use this book. I urge you, drop down to the show notes, reach out to Patrick. But for sure, it'd be great for you just to click the link below and order your copy of a copy of Patrick's book, The Freedom Experience, right now. All right? Now, be sure to come back for the conclusion of this interview in the very next episode as Patrick continues his discussion of different steps we can take to heal our own emotional scarring and, and make that step forward. Amen? Till then, this is Pastor Bob Ryan, and you be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.